everyone, and welcome to Jungles and Dragons. It's been so long since we last recorded a regular episode. I'm an old man now. Congratulations. Congratulations. Congratulations, Harrison. Thank you. All right, Ethan, would you like to do the show? Your speech patterns have changed. No, I would not like to do the show, but I've signed this shitty fucking contract, so I'll do it anyways. All right, what's up, guys? It's me, the moneymaker, Ethan, here. Um, Today's funny monkey funny fucky fact is um, sad facts about our characters. And, you know, this is kind of of hard for Paul Benes, because, like, he's actually, he's a pretty, like, nothing really sad's ever happened to him. Like he's actually nothing sad's ever happened to him. So I'm just gonna do like I don't know, like you know, one time Paul Benis was out running and he like he he stubbed his toe. Okay, that was that made him cry. Okay, it was pretty sad. Like he's never that's never happened to him before. Like he's usually very careful where he walks, so he stubbed his toe one time and it really hurt. That was really sad for him. Yeah. So yeah. That's the only sad thing that has happened to Paul Benis. The only thing, the only thing. He's a very happy <laughs> person, so Paul Benis in the magic mouth. Coming to a bookstore near you. Um, um, that's not coming to bookstores, let me tell you. Um, <laughs> it's going to the yeah, that's gonna that's gonna be the uh, behind the store. That's the that's, that's, gonna, be uh, sold, that's, that's um, gonna be sold in the alley behind the bookstore. That's gonna be behind the curtain at your local video rental <laughs> <Yeah>. store. <laughs> you use code Venus at Adam and Eve. <laughs> Great, August. Hi, how's it going? I'm August. I'm playing Spoons Rango, wizard. We're all level eight. Same deal. He's a blue monkey. Uh, Spoons, again, not really anything sad. Uh, so he, he kind of had to like, um, he kind of had to look through his little box of memories uh, to to figure something out for today. It doesn't really make sense. But he, uh, he pulled out a picture, a little Polaroid of his. Um, he was a Polaroid guy. He was like a Polaroid uh, of John Lennon glasses, uh, a hipster shoes guy, um, and. He pulled out a Polaroid of his first date with his uh, his girlfriend uh, Betsy Ross, and um, no relation. It's, it's actually kind of a good memory for him. Since it doesn't really seem to fit, but it's but basically he was like um, he you're was, peaking. Uh, or not, you're, you're not peaking. Oh, you're uh, you're popping uh, a lot. So you can maybe move back from your mic a little move bit. Back. August uh, popping off. Yeah. Yo. Um, basically, had like a really that didn't first, pop. Had a really great first day. He like took her to the bowling alley. He got some Ricardo's pizza. Uh, they, they took a walk along the pier, and he told her. All about how cool he was in his life the whole time. It was really good. She was super into it. She like gave him a high five at the end. It was really, it was really cool. It was really, really cool. And he was like awesome at bowling. He got kind of mad when she scored uh, a, a few more points than him. I got, I got to spare it, but he was okay. He was really good at bowling. It was really cool. That's his fact. It's not exactly what we. Um, so yes, it I, is. I don't think I, we August and I brainstormed this funky monkey fact together, and um, the idea is that it's sad in like a pathetic way, and that. Um, sort of Spoons' relationship with Bessie Ross, no relation, is that he um, he tells her about all the cool things that he definitely did, and then she gives him validation. Sort yeah, of like it's, that. it's, pretty, it's pretty pathetic. Sort of the nature. You, you talked more about bullying than that. He's really uh, good at bowling. He was really good at bowling. You, she kind, said of, how good, you kind of buried <laughs> the lead there, I think. <laughs> she said how good at bowling he was. She kept saying it over and over again. She's like, oh my god, you're so good at bowling. He was like, aren't I so good at bowling? I know, right? And also a lot of other things. That's that's how it went. I guess a general uh, hey oh yeah hey guys Gabe here the official voice actor for Eugene T Monkey level five Mountain Dwarf Fighter that's also a level three Hexblade and an old Capuchin Monkey and um I guess a sad fact about Eugene would be about his the passing of his um 
his wife Betsy Ross, yes relation, um, the fu- the mother of Chattanooga. The we should clarify: Betsy Ross, yes relation. In parentheses, no relation. Uh, her her well, name mm, is Betsy Ross, yes relation, as a complete coincidence. Yeah, it's a complete coincidence, and um, I guess. But after that, there was a large um, period of um, singleness for Eugene until he met Betsy Ross. No relation. And that relationship was actually a pretty toxic kind of event where Eugene was essentially trying to fill the void of his dead wife with this um, other person. I guess this would be more sad on the fact of Betsy Ross, but, you know, it's a gentle kind of um, inside of the toxic mindset of a middle-aged Eugene. Sick one. Right on, Uh, Nick, give us something actually sad, please, I'm begging you. All right. Eugene's was pretty sad. It was pretty sad, yeah, but it that, was that toe hurt. sad. It was like just sad. I'm, Nick, I'm playing on the. Oh, and he There's... cried, and he and he cried when he jerked <laughs> off about it. <laughs> uh, I'm playing uh, Druid Baboon on the. Uh, my sad, funky fact is uh, <laughs> at, way way back when, way back in the day, he used to have this. Little bit monkey friend, he had sort of a Tom and Jerry relationship with. Where they were friends, but they were sort of constantly fighting. Which, each which other. one was he? Was he like, which, like which cartoon hijinks? Was, was he the Tom or the Jerry? <laughs> he was absolutely uh, the Tom. Yeah. Uh, and one time, he on he accidentally uh, came down too hard with the cartoon mallet and turned him into a red paste. Uh, had, turned him into a flat pancake. <laughs> he, had to, he had to bury him. There wasn't anything to bury. It was just fucking <laughs> goo. Uh, oh. So Ani's a murderer? No, he was, I mean, man's he was a child. It was an accident. He was a child. It was he's an a, accident. This, this directly parallels Nick going to a jail next was, week for first degree murder. <laughs> he was a little boy. He's a little boy baboon. He didn't know any better. Yeah, Ani used to go by the nickname Little Boy Baboon when he was a kid. <laughs> 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 he, he wore a sailor hat and put a little blue uh, jumpsuit. And had a big old lollipop with him. <laughs> big old lollipop. Overalls, <laughs> pinwheel hat. Hey guys, it's me, Harrison, the DM. Um, I don't really want to say like a sad fact about my real life. You know? Yeah, why did you think <laughs> that? You fucking idiot. Let me, let me think. Uh, <laughs> you didn't think about this beforehand. Can you have you a sad um, fact about like your friend's life? Sad. I gotta think of something sad, right? I, I had an aunt who almost died recently, actually. What the sad. Fuck I mean, she, she didn't, so it's fine, but it was kind of sad. That's good. I mean, I'm glad that your she, aunt didn't uh, die. That's she, not she, sad. I'm just kidding. She, <laughs> she, uh, she, got, she got bit by a rattlesnake. <laughs> She done got bit by a copperhead. She, no, no, it's true. She, she, she. Uh, is this, she is this, this real? Is this real? It's true. She, she went out west to find gold. No, shut she up. She went out I west to find a new home. Fivel went up. west. Her name was Fivel. Give us a real one. She went down south because she wanted to do something a bit different. She know? was looking for gold in the hills, and she done got bit by a rattlesnake. <laughs> no, she got done bit by a rattlesnake. <laughs> got done bit by a done old rattlesnake. My aunt. She done got bit by a dang rattlesnake. My aunt. Okay, let's do the episode. Okay. Hey, enjoy everyone. <laughs> See you in the episode. <laughs> hey, later, guys. <laughs> You want to take us into the world? Yes, uh, we are in Draconia. 
Um, it's a new day, and uh, you've you've just finished up uh, the the day, the couple days you spent here, having your your little personal quests. Uh, after Paul found the the tiny dying settlement, and um, <laughs> became Eugene a tiny dying a, god. Eugene got a new power up. Ani uh, uh, has has reconnected with Mister Hollywood, and I don't remember what Spoons did, but that what, what did Spoons do? Spoons. Uh, I don't know. He t- I remember he turned the big blue freak into an elephant. I don't remember the. Oh, he he, he he hired a Kato. That's hired what he Kato, did. Yeah. Don't as don't like knock your mic over as you're talking in the future. He hired a Kato. Um, yes. Okay. So that all happened, and uh, <laughs> yeah, that all happened. Uh, so that all, that happened. The day after all that happens, you uh, you get called to the high mage's office yet again. Oh boy, time to go to the high mage and just tell him what what just happened. Yeah, uh man, guys. Ah uh, man, let me get some let's get some breakfast drinks here. Breakfast beer, breakfast beer. How are we feeling? I yeah, want a breakfast mimosa. beer. Uh, so oh, Ani, Ani, what'd you say about a about an orc? What? What were you saying? Uh what happened with the orc, Harrison? There is <laughs> there is an ogre and he kidnapped you and then miss I don't remember. Um, Skull Mr. Hollywood saved you from the ogre. I don't know. I'm still editing that episode, so uh, <laughs> beats me. <laughs> you said there was a big green ogre, right? Yeah, the big green ogre. Um, I went unconscious, and it seems like Mr. Hollywood uh, did something. No, hey, but Paul passed the breakfast coffee to mix with my breakfast beer. That's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm wearing a Hawaiian shirt and I have a, an apron on. And I kind of slide the beer over to, to spoons. Uh, I unhinge my jaw and just pour it all in like a Popeye. Oh man, good gullet for you, boy. You got a nice throat. Good yeah. gullet to start. That's what I always say. Good gullet to start the morning. Are you guys <laughs> yeah. gonna slap my mage? <laughs> let's go see the high mage, guys. Come on. Let's yeah, let's go. go. I, I put on my uh, toga. I don't have my axe. I don't have my big axe. So I just walk in without any weight. Uh yeah, you guys um you guys go to the academy, go up the big long funny stairs and you open the big heavy funny door. And <laughs> open sesame. You Remember see the that high guys? wooden funny desk. Uh, and uh, the high mage is sitting behind his desk <laughs> as usual and Brianna is standing there as well and the zookeeper is there but unlike last time he is tied up in a chair. And he's like rocking back and forth and he's saying, let me out of here. I, I gotta go. I gotta make it to the reunion. I've got to see Seymour, the man who made my dream come true. And he's just sort of ranting like that and shaking back and forth. Yeah. Oh, whoa. What's, oh, what's hey. With the, what's with the business right here? What's with the guy in the chair? Yeah. What's with the business over there? <laughs> <laughs> what's with the business? Who's <laughs> that guy in the chair? Who is that? <laughs> I'm trying to keep the plot. I'm trying to keep the plot going, guys. Come on. Like, like, the like it's, like it's says, uh, <laughs> Well, that's the zookeeper. I hope you remember him. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. I've talked about who, who are you talking about? I don't know this person. <laughs> who is this guy? That's the, well. That's the zookeeper. He, you you saved him from the zoo that he kind of screwed up himself by unleashing a gibbering mouther. Uh, okay, whatever. Look. Something has come over him. He's he's been possessed by some sort of 
overwhelming impulse to, to travel away from here. And it's, it's a phenomenon that we've noted in others. Uh, there's been reports of it, of uh, people traveling by droves to the city of Gontelgrim. Gontelgrim? You guys ever heard of Gontelgrim? What the hell is Gontelgrim? Sounds fucking stupid. Can I do a can I do a history check to see what I know of Gontelgrim? I mean, I'll just give it to you because it happened in the story. That is, uh, if you recall, in your conversation with McIlvaney, the uh, the gunman in Adventure Camp, right before he died, he talked about how he felt this call towards Gontelgrim uh, from the person who made his dream come true. That would be Seymour, the guy in the Magic Tavern. Oh, I but <laughs> it seems that people who have taken cards from the guy in the magic tavern that you met have over the past couple of months been uh, possessed by a call to Gontel Grim. Hey, hey, Ani, did you get called by Gontel Grim yet? Have you checked your Gontel banana phone for missed calls from Gontel Grim? <laughs> I take out my banana phone to check for missed calls from Gontel Grim. Honestly, I'm kind of mad that Gontel Grim is ignoring me. It's kind of fucked yeah. up. I think Gothelgrim's Diogenes. <laughs> See, that's what I was curious about as well. When the zookeeper became possessed by this urge, why didn't it affect you? I have a theory. See, the zookeeper got his dream immediately. It was a gibbering mouther. He asked for some exotic animal, and he was given a gibbering mouther. You, your dream hasn't come true yet. You wished to save your monkey friends, and so you have been given the power to do that. And yet you are still in the process of doing it. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. we should have wished for saving our monkey friends immediately. I should have wished <laughs> yeah, Broadway star kind of, kind of always dream. Bullshit thing on our part. Sorry about that. <laughs> we we well, really should have went from, more, from more clear on that. I mean, from what we've seen of the, the people who have come into contact with this Seymour, uh, it seems like the book it doesn't like alter reality it, it doesn't change the past or or alter fate it simply gives you something and so we, he it could have given just, us like 50 monkeys it couldn't just give you your monkeys without changing the fate of what happened to them but it could uh, give you the power to save them but anyway back to the point i uh, i believe that the reason you haven't been called yet is because this spell isn't affecting you since your dream hasn't come true yet. And because of that, I think it might be safe for you to go to Gontelgrim and see what's happening. I wouldn't send the zookeeper there because I have no idea what danger lies at the heart of this spell, but it should be okay for you. Kind of taking a guess there, kind of stabbing in the dark, but eh, whatever. Let's go to Gontelgrim. Let's go to <laughs> I really should explain. Um, Shouting at each other, like really close up, just ah! <laughs> I should explain a little bit about Gontelgrim. See, it's not so much a city anymore 
It, it was once, uh, well, in ancient times, it was a city of giants. Giants built it to begin with, but over time, they abandoned the city and moved on to other lands, and it was uh, populated by other races, dwarves mostly. And the giants the city, go to a place called uh, Gontel Happy? Gentrified, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, I, yeah. It was really sad. The giants couldn't afford to live there anymore because the dwarves drank the price. The dwarves so keep bringing in their crap. They started putting in whole, dwarf whole foods there. The so many trader, they started opening with, Trader Moe's on every corner. The, the, the price of a giant chopped cheese has gone up so much. It's you know, the, the elves and the dwarves move straight from once, Williamsburg. Once the, <laughs> Am I right? Once the, once the dwarves and the other races moved in, they built a great academy, much like this one, a school of magic. Except perhaps even better because it it lied on a on a ley line. You know the the magic ley lines that go around Wait, the planet. You blah, built blah, your blah. school without a I ley line. I shouldn't have to explain that. It's like a classic fantasy trope. But yes, it was built on a ley line, and so they had this window into the very heart of of the the, the magical connections between things on this world. Um, until four years ago, when the people of Gontalgrim rebelled against Neverwinter, the country in which the city lies. And there was a great battle in which the entire city and all of its inhabitants were wiped out. Whoa. Huh. Um, question. They just got punched real hard and then wiped down? Yeah, they got wiped with a big rag. But wait, I have a question for Well, no, for they me. all died. Oh! oh. That's way worse. Um, <laughs> oh man, the, I scratched the back of my head. The, oh um, man, the, 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 balls. The, the, the oh, really geez. comically, the comically tiny knight and his brother, they got wishes too, didn't they? Right? The, uh, remember the uh, really tiny, comically, the, the two inch tall knight and his brother? You remember that You're guy? talking about Prince Roland, the like moderately heighted man. Yeah, the uh, tiny yeah, guy. Prince Roland, the tiny if, man that's if, like I a mean, little they, shorter than if me. If they had, if they had dreams granted, then we don't know about them. Well, how do they get to, to, to our home? It's a good question. Perhaps they used a god book of their own. Huh. Okay. God spell. I'm not, yeah. Was, yeah, god might. spell. I love that. Sh that, um, <laughs> that, uh, that. Think about it. Think about it. The show. That traveling traveling yeah, wagon show. I love that medicine show. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, where uh, okay, we're well, ba goodbye. <laughs> Bahamut right. comes down and says, uh, Brian and interjects and she says, uh, maybe I should go with them too. Like, like yes, uh, Spell doesn't seem to be affecting them, but they did take cards. Maybe it would be safer if I went with, just in case. Oh, so Brienne and Quest to Gontelgrim? Yeah, Brienne's coming on the come trip. Come on, Brienne. If you guys would have to Gontelgrim. Oh, yes. Brienne comes to Gontelgrim. Go. Oh, good. Yeah, this sounds fun. And uh, the high mage is, oh, fine, whatever. I'm, Are you going to bring your yeah, funny, okay. wacky orb? Where's your wacky orb, Brienne? Uh, she snaps her fingers and... Uh, takes her hat off, and out from underneath it comes an orb, and it goes wub 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 I can do that too now. There you go, your pondering orb. I snap my fingers, open my hat, and pull out what's his name? What's the fucking octopus's name? Pierre Calamar. Pierre Calamar. I'm like, look, I have one too. Two orbs and an octopus. It's great. Paul Benus uh, spits on his hand and slaps Pierre Calamar on the head clean. <laughs> he goes, eh, eh. Ah, like a, like a nice old orb. 
do that again, please. <laughs> uh, I am never doing that again. Mm. Hey, stop. Stop. Put the hand over. Stop. Stop. I'm it. going okay. to go. I'm going to go wash this hand, please. Thank you. So you guys, um, do you guys go down to your rental magic carpet? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I put Pierre around me like a bandolier and walk down. <laughs> uh, as you go, um, you see uh, a familiar white scaled dragonborn running towards you. It is Gib Subbins, and she is holding in her hands your dog, Gus. And oh, uh, she says, hey, hey, quick, before you guys leave, Eugene, your son, Chattanooga, while you were gone that, that week while you were at Howl. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he had me run some tests on Gus, your dog. Uh, sort why of would you need to run tests on the dog? Well, it's a dog. Well, you, Chattanooga said that he acted a little weird during your time at Adventure Camp. He thought I could look him over. And yes, uh, I, I had him do some like tests for me, some tasks, you might say. Oh. And <laughs> it seems that uh, he has a few strange capabilities uncommon for a dog. Number one, uh, it seems that he has the ability to uh, cast Featherfall on himself and anything that is touching him at will, uh, once oh. per long rest. Uh, <laughs> and also, it seems that he has the ability to teleport to the last spot where he is urinated and can carry uh, up to five sentient beings with him in his mouth. <laughs> oh, okay, do you have any idea why, Eugene? Do you know why? Your dog. I don't know. It beats me, but he can do both of these things once per long rest. Nice. Well, you know, I, I trained him a while ago. Maybe, maybe he got it from me. Do you think if we? Took I him doubt to that. <laughs> I somehow doubt that. What's the city called that we're going to? Gondolgrim. I don't know how Shell I know. Shell City. That. <laughs> Shell City. Yeah, I'm gonna pick up Gus and then I'm gonna stretch him around my legs, like a, stretch him around my arms, like a backpack. <laughs> like, like Jake the dog. Yeah. Nice. So like his his. His left um, front and back legs fuse together, and his right front and back legs. He together. cannot do that. I mean, he ah. cannot do that, unfortunately. He's, he's just holding his toes together, <laughs> real tight. I get some duct okay, tape so and I tape them together. So no, so no, I put <laughs> oh, down no. the orb, and then I put Gus on top of it, and then I get on top of Gus. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Th thanks. Thanks, Gibsovans. You yeah, appreciate it. It's been a while. Thanks for the knowledge. I'll go ahead Bye. and write that down in my Bye. inventory or note spot. Uh, yeah, okay. Rental Magic Carpet. I, I hope it's not a, a, a real junker, a real, real scrapyard piece the, like last time. It's the time. same one you, you rode over here on. I, I hope it's not a real, real junkyard, scrapyard jalopy, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Boy, I know what but, you're saying. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but it, like is it is isn't. It's the same one that you rode over here on. Yeah, I hope it's not a real rusty piece. <laughs> oh, God. <Yep. laughs> just just okay. walking ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you, all, you all get on the, the, new, the magic carpet and you fly off in the distance on your way to the city of Gontolgrim. Gontolgrim, 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 Gontolgrim. Gontolgrim, he, ha, Gontolgrim, yeah, yeah. Gontolgrim, ha, Gontolgrim. And uh, you fly until you are once again in the territory of Neverwinter and you fly through these fields and forests until you see in the distance something that looks like a gigantic crack in the Earth's crust. A massive canyon stretching crack. far off over the horizon. Good one, Gabe. 
As you fly closer, you see that built into this canyon is a massive, towering city built at giant scale. The city is structured like a huge, spread-out castle, with spires that stretch hundreds of feet into the sky, grand halls so tall that even a dragon could pass through them unhindered, and at its center, a gigantic domed complex that may have at one time been a great academy. However, as grand as the city is, it is decaying. Half of the academy is no more than rubble, and throughout the city, buildings and walls have collapsed, allowing you to look inside and see just piles of debris. Uh, you can tell Gontelgrim is mostly abandoned. Its original inhabitants have been wiped out in the battle with Neverwinter. But at the base of the academy, you can see what looks to be a more recent settlement, sprawling tents and campfires, populated by a wide variety of creatures, Elves, orcs, humans, Yuan-Ti, you name it. And sitting atop a hill of debris nearby is another smaller encampment of what looked to be black military tents. All right, that's all I got. Wow, this, so it's like the Detroit of the Forgotten Realm. Pretty cool. Oh my God. What does that mean? What does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean, Paul? As we fly in locked arms with Paul, Gondol Grim, Gondol Grim. Gondol Grim. Can't have shit in Gondol Grim. God oh, damn it. Is... Look, everything. This place is a fucking mess. Yeah, this Where, is what? not as... stole my porch in Gondol Grim. This is <laughs> not my... as glamorous or exciting as our song would have suggested. I'll be no, honest. this place is a shithole. Are you kidding me? I sang a whole damn song about this. This is Gondol shit, if you know <laughs> hey, what I mean. Man, you, don't know, you don't know what's going on about the infrastructure? You know, not every place is just a bad place because it looks shabby, you know? <laughs> That's very true, Eugene. That's very tr- looks to camera. That is very true. <laughs> I you shout know? down to a guy in the street. I go, "What's the infrastructure like here?" You see a dwarven man eating a hot dog, and he looks up and says, "It's pretty bad. Uh there's uh there you know there was a big battle 4 years ago and they destroyed the city, so it's pretty bad." Told you, just like Detroit. We gotta get to the mayor about this at some point. We gotta fix this place up. Maybe do a formal complaint. There's yeah, no mayor. The city was destroyed four years ago. There's no hmm. mayor. God, you guys gotta get your election cycles in play. Am I, I guess right? we're gonna we're gonna have to establish a puppet government, boys. Yep, and then fix the potholes <laughs> and do nothing. Exactly. Else. Let's go park down there, huh? Let's go park next to this dwarf. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you guys uh, park next to the dwarf. And he says, uh, actually, you, you park next to him and you take a closer look at this hot dog. And it's not a full hot dog. It's only the wiener of a hot dog. And it is the <laughs> greasiest, yellowest wiener no. you've ever seen. It looks like someone has like just slopped coagulated grease on top of it, like mm. several spoonfuls. Oh. I'm sure his throat is being lubricated down. with that grease. Mm-hmm. Are, are you yep. eating a half dog, my friend? Uh, you notice him take a bite out of it, and he goes, mm, and he, he takes it out of his mouth, and the part that he bit off regrows. Oh, it's a full dog. Oh, oh man. man. Endless doggage. I see you're eyeing me hot dog. <laughs> hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I mean, I mean no disrespect. I, I'm looking at the, the, the food that you're eating, all right? Yeah, yeah. He, dog. he says, "Yeah, you can take a bite if you want." He holds you. Um, <laughs> well, he holds out this greasy wiener. Uh, uh, okay, thank. Th- yeah, sure. It. Why yeah, not? 
I go in and I try to take a little nibble, much like when Squidward tried the Krabby Patty and SpongeBob, <laughs> like just his teeth, like just pulled off a little yeah, chunk. Uh, you take a little nibble and it tastes like um, it tastes like grease, really, just grease. <laughs> it's like uh, like you know when you pour out the grease after you make a meal and you don't want to throw, you don't want to uh, put it down the sink because it'll clog it up. So you put in like a can or something, you know? Yeah. Uh, it tastes like you just put a spoon in there and, and slop that down. Let's slop it down. All right, uh, that was not that was pretty fucking gross. Uh, hey, don't disrespect them. Uh, listen, oh, it's oh, okay. On. It's okay. I uh, my voice just changed. I guess it's yeah, this your voice now. Has changed three <laughs> times. Is is this I part see, of the city? Is this part of the hey, city? Wait oh, a minute. Oh, no, oh, no, 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 no. It's not. It's the dogs. Wait a minute. I just took a little bit of the little bit nibble of the dog, and now I'm feeling a little bit. Mm. <laughs> Okay, give me some yeah, of that dog. So, <laughs> give me I, some uh, of that dog. Yeah, chew a bite of the dog. I uh, this is my voice now. I guess. Uh, <laughs> I uh, see. This was. Uh, uh, let me tell you my story, shall I? I'm a traveler by nature. I travel around, and I found myself traveling through this vast desert. Oh, little vagabond, me. No food, nothing, and I oh. was starving to death. And then I found myself in a magic tavern. And uh, he, he handed me a deck of cards, this Seymour fella, and he told me to take one and my dream would come true. And I wanted to never be this hungry again. I wanted it more than anything in the world. So he gave me a never-ending hot dog wiener. And it I must say it's quite delicious. Well, this is a real good wiener. I guess, well, well, I think that's a wish well done. Really good my, job. Mein Gott, this wiener is... <laughs> ich lift her. Oh, it's the essence Good choice on the wiener. wish, buddy. Are you guys here for the reunion too? The, the hub of what now? Yeah, the reunion. of course we are. What's... Wait, the day yeah, reunion? yeah, yeah. Are, we, sure. are you... Let's uh, there's okay there's lots of reunions going on. So what what reunion are you here for? See those tits over there? We're all yeah. here for the reunion. Seymour, the man in the tavern, he he made our dreams come true. He's he's a miracle worker. He gave us so much and now he's called us to come back to him to reunite so that we may actually I'm not really sure why I've been called here, but we're all here to meet Seymour again, the man who saved us. Well, I, I actually, yeah, I think that is why we're here, right? Yeah, I guess we're, I guess we're sort of in a cosmic sense. And, I guess that is why we're here. Uncles he did the... give us, uh, give us a wish fulfilled. So, yeah, Sh shall we go? Let's go. Let's go to the tent, shall we? Let's let's meet the folks, huh? Let's be tentward bound, shall we? Say, you guys, uh, you're monkeys. You wouldn't happen to, um, be, uh, to know a, uh, a certain monkey, would you, that's been hanging around here? Oh, just because we know, just because we're monkeys, think we all know all monkeys? Is that Wait, really what you're John? saying to us right now? Is that you're what you're saying? About, I mean, I, I, like, a, I don't know. It's not really common to see monkeys in Neverwinter, oh, let, let alone sure. talking monkeys. Sure. I feel like I kind of just glanced over that. Maybe that was your dream to talk, eh? Uh, but, uh, 
No, I, I, yeah, sorry if I offended you. I'll just go away. Mm, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. wait, wait, wait. Still, monkey, still tell monkey? us about this monkey. Tell sorry, about, the monkey. Uh, about this monkey, about this monkey. Well, I can, I can do you one better. I can show her to you. <laughs> oh, show her, huh? All right. All right. Oh, I'll come over this way. A There's a, a, a good friend of mine picked her up as a traveling companion. He, uh, he used to be a no one. You know what a no one is? Like yeah, someone's a- who, who's not someone? Well, okay, so you don't know what a no one is. Well, that's okay. I, <laughs> I, I pray you never find out. But he, uh, he wished for freedom, and um, and the 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 tavern gave him wings. And uh, some time after, I guess he, he, uh, he found this monkey here, and they've been traveling together since. So I'll take you right to him. And uh, Brianon says, "Hey, um, <clears throat> you guys take care of that. Do you mind if I go look around a little?" Yeah, go ahead. Okay, I'll, I'll see you guys later, and then she wanders off. Smart cookie. What else is going on? She's a smart... So he takes you into these, um, this, this encampment of, of tents and campfires. Sort of like a... Um, I guess the closest thing to compare it to would be a shanty town, but that's not really what it is. This is sort of this impromptu makeshift town. Looks like it's, it's popped up pretty recently. Like all for the new iPhone, moving in here. Like, like waiting for the new iPhone. That's what it is. Like, like exactly. Like they're outside. <laughs> wait. That's a really good comparison. Yeah, it's like they're outside <laughs> waiting for the new iPhone. Um, and uh, you see people singing and dancing. It's a joyful place. They're dancing around this campfire, and you see this this old half elf man. He's got sort of a short white beard and these big feathery white wings. And standing next to him is uh, a mandrill that you immediately recognize as Betsy Ross, no relation. I gotta get out of here. Yeah, big, big, big hard eyes come out. My, my, uh, Who's my that heart, broad? My, my heart jumps out of my chest and I hit it with a big hammer until it goes back in. Goon, goon, goon. Oh. My face gets sucked in more and more and more and more and more. <laughs> Careful with those cartoon hammers, man. <laughs> oh, sh- oh, shit, sorry. Sorry, dude. I, yeah, I should have thought before. Here, actually, I'm just going to throw this thing away. I pull it out of my pocket where it's eight <laughs> times the size that it should be to fit in there, and I just toss it to the side. I'm sorry. I'll get rid of that. I appreciate <laughs> it, man. Here. Guys, uh, I'm going to go head to the... I'm gonna, I'm just, you guys can take a take point on this. I begin to kind of just move I, the back. I, I the turn back, and my, my jaw drops. My whole tongue rolls out. <laughs> <laughs> I, start, I start rolling it back in. <laughs> see, that's more effective than the cartoon hammer. I don't even know why I tried. With the, yeah, see, it, it, it makes for... You better me as a person. I appreciate that. Yeah, man, no problem. That's the most wonderful broad in the whole wide world, I tell you. What a dame! What a dame! <laughs> Swooning. Ah, uh, what a dame! I tell you. Oh my God! Haven't seen. Don't that do cow something! In- Hurry up! <laughs> Just- uh, I, I I walk up to her. I, I start. Yeah, I start marching up to her, uh, and I say, uh, "I say, hey there, hot stuff." Uh, she turns around and she says, "Oh, spoons." Oh, Spoons, you're alive. Oh, my God, I'm so happy. I, I, I noticed you weren't with the other monkeys who got taken. I was so worried about you. Yeah. <laughs> about you. <laughs> she her, wraps her I, arms around. Yeah, she wraps her I big give, mandrill arms around you. I give her a big hug and waddle side to side. I say, God, I've been, wa- <laughs> I've been worried sick. Oh, my God. I've, I, these guys will tell you I've been talking about you every day, haven't I? I look at Paul. <laughs> like I look at Paul with narrowed eyebrows. Haven't I? Uh, y- y- yes, uh, 
Spoons actually saved 20 dying children. Uh, he cured their cancer. And he <gasps> you bought did that, Spoons? Really? Yeah, it turns out growing up in a lab really pays off. I did got you that know that Spoons done. once gave me open heart surgery? Yeah, and he did it you like- You did that, Spoons? Yeah. Yeah, um, I did it with- No painkillers at all, and I felt fine, I too. Spoons just met Cedric the Entertainer. Yeah. Sad and I are Wait real close. Uh, Ani, she she kind of goes to your ear where the others can't hear you, and she says, "Has has the stuff Spoons has been telling me for the past like year like actually been true?" Uh, can I can um, I roll it? Got like a, a, a what is it? What's the word? Uh, the, the, uh, contested stealth check perception. with her or something like perception versus stealth. Uh, I, I mean, I guess yeah. Give it to me. It's a natural one. Okay, nope. Yeah, you don't hear any of that. Oh, gosh, Paul, I can't believe she's back. He's really, actually, uh, he is cool. He's met Steve Harvey. He's met Bernie Mac. What? He really does. He's so cool. It's all true. He starred in the Barbershop 3. He's crazy. Why are, you, why, are you, why are you picking yeah, are you picking Def Jam? Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah, dude. It's the original kings of comedy. Fucking <laughs> 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 Bernie Mac, Cedric the Entertainer. Th- throughout this whole encounter, I've pressed myself against um, Paul, like that cartoon thing where you're trying to mimic their movements from behind. It's <laughs> good. Yeah, except you're oh, yeah. so much smaller than him. You're like behind one leg. Sed and I are always throwing. I'm just talking to myself at this point. Thing. You said and I are always, oh, always I throwing the, bits back and forth. Yeah, the fifteen. Okay, she says pretty good. Oh, oh my, oh my God. Maybe I judged him wrong. Uh, she turns around and she says, "Well, spoons, I'm, I'm so happy you're fine. So happy you're alive." Uh, Eugene, all right, give me a, uh, a stealth check. Okay. Um, I think, let me check my stealth. You know, Sed and I were hanging out one time, and then Chris Rock and Seinfeld walk in. They say, hey, Spoon, Sed. We all high five. We start workshopping bits. A seven? Uh, Eugene, you're trying, you're trying to, um, to like, like stay behind Paul's leg, but Paul is moving so much. Maybe Paul has to pee a little bit, right? So he's doing sort of a little dance. He's like dancing around. (laughs) He's doing the, 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 uh, what the fuck is this place called? Grim. Grim. He's doing the Gontelgrim dance. The Gontelgrim dance. <laughs> the Gontelgrim peepee dance. You're trying to stay behind him, but you <laughs> can't, and you tumble out. And she says, oh, um, you, Eugene, uh, hi. Oh, hi. It's, uh, Betsy? Uh, nice to see you again. I'm, uh, I'm glad yeah. you're okay. Glad you're, uh, doing well. Well, um, okay, so... Do, 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 uh, D.L. Hughley is, is uh, <laughs> just best buds with Spoons. <laughs> really? I never do that about you, Spoons. Why didn't you tell me that one? Um, well, the Def Jam guys, it's just kind of a given. I don't need to talk about it. It's like they won't so name drop a, me. I don't name drop them. Did you guys them, find you know? any other monkeys? Are, are any of the others okay? I, I don't know what happened to this. This guy with the wings here saved me. And uh, the guy with the wings turns around and he says, Nice to meet you. I'm Gregorio. Are they lemon pepper? Are they garlic parmesan? Are they buffalo? <laughs> What's going Shut on? the fuck up. Oh, that's good. Starts Class. eating him. <laughs> Starts putting my mouth around him. 
<laughs> Paul, stop. Paul, do, do he starts Paul. sucking his big angel wings. He says, uh, he says, wait a second, you guys can talk. My little friend here can't talk. Did, did you did you did you make a wish by chance? Are you here for the reunion? Reunion. Yes, we <laughs> yeah, are. we're here for the reunion. Yeah. Ah, good. I, I I hope you enjoy it. Uh, I mean, I hope we all enjoy it. I don't really know what's going to happen, but but Seymour he he gave me my freedom, and well, I I have to make it up to him somehow. You know, I have to I have to say thank you. We ain't we ain't we ain't got to thank him for shit so far. Do we even really want to know how to talk? Was that a, it? Wasn't that wasn't a consent given thing? It was just sort of. Yeah, assumed. you you guys know how to talk because it was like one of the powers given to you to survive. And I personally, I personally would have been fine not being able to talk, but uh, yeah. you know, I, I, I what it is. I mean, to be clear, pre- you, you could talk. You could, but you 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 could only speak like monkey. Yeah, I appreciate being able to do this kind of stuff, like little fire on my finger. <laughs> but I mean, it's- whoa, oh, oh, that's cool. <laughs> That's so awesome. Oh, man. You know, you don't need to stroke my ego just because I know the Def Jam guys. All right. <laughs> Around that time, you hear the, the pitter patter of footsteps, and you look behind you, and you see uh, Brianna running towards you, and she says, "Guys, guys! Oh, you found a monkey. That's that's awesome. There's there's another one. There's another one. Another one. Another. One. What's going on? Another one. Up there oh, by the by the. I I saw one. I I saw a, a monkey. It might be a friend of yours." Let's go see here. Uh, uh, well, Brianna, this is this is Betsy Ross. This is my uh, Hi, my Betsy girl, Ross. G- girlfriend. <laughs> Old flame. Uh, current Wait, flame. Wait, what? Current flame? Yeah. What are you, you talking? Yeah. What do you think this is? Yeah, of course. I'm, I'm Eugene's old flame. I'm Spoons' current flame. Nice to meet you. What? 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 Oh, did you guys not know about that? I Spoons. <laughs> just looking at everyone. What, what did you? What did the two of you think that I was talking about like a minute ago? Well, I, I was talking. Was I was talking about the and similes. No, I was spoons. I was. I'm ninety nine percent sure. I told you that I was married to Eugene. You spoons. Are you on something? What's what's going on with this? Am I on something? No, I'm just. I was just thinking about Steve Harvey and my guys. Uh, Brianna says, "Can we can we talk about this another time?" The, the monkey up there. She points okay. towards the black tents. Yeah, I just start. I go. I'm like, yeah, sure, yeah. Start going. Yeah, okay. I, I roll up okay, a blood. And I start smoking. Yeah. <laughs> she runs up this this hill of debris that that uh, that sort of formed this like little little uh, I guess a little hill. Yeah. Um, where <laughs> these, these black tent black tents are, uh, they look like military tents. And she runs to the middle where this big like campfire is burning, and she looks around and she's like, I could have sworn I saw a monkey over here. I, I could have sworn I saw one. Ah. Hmm. A monkey, hmm. you say? Let's look for a monkey. Can I do an investigation? Well, let's get look that for a monkey. Eye. Why don't you go ahead and look for it, huh? Uh, yeah, let's look for a monkey, guys. Uh, here, can I, can I send, um, can I throw uh, Pierre Calamar into the air like a, like a, like a boomerang, like a frisbee? Like, yeah, if you want to use a, if you want to use a spell slot, yeah. Well, no, I, don't I or like don't, doesn't he just like hang out now that I've found familiar? I guess I can cast. No, him. You, no, it's like oh. part of it's a spell. It's a spell that you. do. Okay, sure, yeah, yeah. I'll cast him to bring him back. Pew, okay. Yeah, my hat, and then I'm gonna throw uh, him like yeah. a discus into the air to look around. He's, oh, ho, 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 and he projectile vomits and diarrheas everywhere because of him being thrown <laughs> into the air. But yeah, I want to see if I can see anything from his eyes up in the air. Um, no, you can't. Except for oh. you guys and Brianna. 
Can I do an investigation check or something for monkey? Yeah, you can. You can do an investigation check. How's about uh, my second natural natural one of the day? My second roll, my second natural one. Uh, there <laughs> are a- actually uh, three monkeys, in fact, and they are standing next to you. Holy shit! Oh, I turn around. Whoa! Hey! Oh my god! No, hey! <laughs> Can't believe I found you guys finally. Yeah, let's go home. <laughs> let's go home. Yeah, we got it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna push my way in front of spoons and I'll try to do a perception. Turns check. out the monkeys we were searching for was it, it us be all along. Not perception. Spoons already did an investigation. I'll let you do one more, but nobody else can. They were inside us the whole time. Okay, let's see what I got. I got a fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah, Not you bad. definitely don't see any monkeys except for yourselves uh, here in this place of black tents. And Brianna, she's like looking around the fire and she says, that's weird. I, I, I know I saw one. You're looking at me? What? Yeah, no. We should, you weren't looking at, okay, we made that mistake. That's You're looking why. at him? It's an Can easy you, mistake. Uh, just, just, uh, just come over here, like, like in the middle here. I, I could have sworn I saw one. All right. Over where? Okay. You all, uh, you all waddle towards the, uh, the middle of the camp where this fire is. And she says, I'm sorry, guys. Uh, And before you see anything, you hear the sound of bows being drawn. Do any of us have bows? (laughs) Look around. (laughs) You guys have bows? (laughs) Yeah, you don't have a bow. You got bows? And within seconds, you are surrounded. Charging out of these tents, forming a circle around you, are soldiers wearing black armor detailed with a design resembling white thorns, holding spears, swords, and drawn bows. Uh, And standing at the front is Prince Roland, a rugged-looking man with shoulder-length black hair, wearing a suit of leather armor. Look how tiny you are. I should have known it was you with the bows. You're so tiny. You need a bow. I I loom over them. You're so tiny. (laughs) I I am five foot eight. Only mildly <laughs> short. Oh, you're such a tiny guy. I am taller little... than any of you. That's not true. You're just a tiny little man. You're a two-inch tall man. <laughs> Spoons, do, do it. Make, give me a big paw. Give us big paw real quick. I can give us big paw, uh, I think. <laughs> you have a large slash reduce, right? Oh, no, I don't have that primed right now. I can't oh, give us big paw. I'm so guys, stupid. Guys, I don't think yeah, this is going to work like Pennywise in It too. I don't think we can bully him into dying. <laughs> he he looks at Brianna and he says, uh, "You know, Brona, in that get-up, I didn't even recognize you at first when I saw you back at the zoo. Who would have thought you'd been hiding in Draconia all this time? Well, I'm glad we could what? reconcile after what? all these years." And she looks down at you guys and she says, "I'm I'm so sorry." And then she steps away to the group of soldiers. No, you're not. I throw Pierre at her. <laughs> 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 uh, give me an unarmed strike, I guess. <laughs> that's that's gonna be Pierre damage, I guess. Uh, it's, it's a twenty-one to hit. Twenty-one. It, it hits. Yep. <laughs> and that's one bludgeoning damage. That's just what yeah, it is. He, just what he bonks her in the head, and she says, "Ow!" I wanted to like, yeah, like, I wanted to just I'm, grab onto her really, back for a second. I really, I'm, I'm sorry, and uh, yeah. Uh, he's, Give me a stealth check for Pierre to grab <laughs> onto her back. Oh, God. Uh, that's going to be a six. <laughs> nope. Yeah, he slides to the ground and 
He said, I'm really sorry, guys. And, and she walks away into this group of soldiers. And from the back of the group, you hear someone clear their throat very loudly, like a... <coughs> and one of the soldiers in front, do you notice, isn't holding a weapon, says, Oh, crap, I forgot. Uh, and he pulls out a trumpet and he goes... And he says, uh, uh, now presenting his awesomeness, slayer of beasts, conqueror of armies, pinnacle of power, the first prince of Neverwinter, blinding ah, star Jesus. of the Never Emperors, Sir Max Blacksword. Oh, and, fuck uh, this guy. You hear a voice coming from the back going, move, move, let me through. And then some grunting as pushing his way past the soldiers to the front of the group is a gigantic man in silver and gold armor with a red cape and a black blade in one hand. Prince Maximus, Max Blacksword. Can I throw a beer at him? <laughs> uh, no. No? Well, you, you see, unlike your brother here, you're not tiny. You're actually you're actually human size. You're a normal, you're a normal size. You're not a freak <laughs> like your brother. Oh, I've been telling you you're tiny, Roland. Do you hear that? And Roland rolls his eyes. Ah, uh, Roland. And he says, hello, monkeys. Long time no see, eh? <laughs> oh, brother, this guy. We had a feeling you might be here, so we asked our dear Brona to tag along, and it looks as though you've fallen right into our genius trap. <laughs> oh. Guys are a bunch of bitches. I minor illusion seven cigarettes and smoke them all. <laughs> I minor illusion a hot babe and just <laughs> fucking, I don't know. Paul, what are you talking about? Never mind. I, I don't know. What, what the fuck are you um, talking about? He Paul? starts shoveling dirt into my mouth. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we are aware that you are after the same books as we. And so if it were up to me, I would kill you right now. If it were up to me, I would I'd kill you right now. So. And you notice Roland sort of grimaces when he says that. But you see, our dear mother, the good queen, Lady Neverember, had a deep love for the Neverwinter Zoo. Once a week, she would leave the noble district to see the zoo's exotic animals. I thought I could make her happy by bringing new monkeys from a strange world to the zoo, but then that idiot of a zookeeper sold them, and then you four talking animals, abominations of nature, destroyed almost all the animals of the zoo, or at least that's what my mother thinks happening, which I am inclined to humor. She has no reason to know about the god books yet. Mama's boy. You're a mama's boy. But prove back it. To the point. My mom got danged on saw in half, presumably, yeah. but that I guess guy's not. Mom is dead. I never had so. a dang mama. Um, one of my eyes grows milky and larger, and like a, a small kind of projector style light goes forward, and I cast Silent Image to do a looks to be an older, smaller female version of him, just kind of dancing <laughs> around. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, his mom. Uh, so that's cool. But back to the point. <laughs> <laughs> My mother is quite upset that her beloved zoo is in ruin, and she has asked me to see to it the culprits are given a public execution, which unfortunately requires a trial. Several soldiers step up and grab you by the arms. 
Now, I'm afraid any evidence we have against you on the whole zoo thing is flimsy at best. After all, we can only prove that you were there after the incident. But there is something else we can try you for. Oh, what? Wait, wait. Actually, like the other people here at Gauntlegrim, we're here waiting for Seymour to take the Book of Dreams. But while we wait... <laughs> Dream? And, um... <laughs> That's what the mask is. <laughs> it's a white book with a smiley face on it. <laughs> all the all the soldiers sing that song as they, in monotone. As they lead you into the uh, the as they lead you by the arms into the largest of the tents, inside which you see an improvised courtroom complete with a witness box, judge's desk, and lectern. One of the soldiers sits a small, wrinkly, shriveled human man with a far too big powdered wig behind the desk, and this old man says, "Paul Benis, Spoons Rango, Eugene T Monkey, Annie Funny Baboon." You are being charged as menaces to Faerun. Let the case of the people of Neverwinter versus Venus, Rango, Monkey, and Baboon to decide whether or not these monkeys are a dangerous menace to the continent begin. And he slams the gavel down. What the hell? What the fuck? 